Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Josh, something I wish I had a missed is Netflix. Netflix has had a huge, huge uh, pivot to something they've been trying to institute slowly, gradually, without annoying their subscriber base. They've just cracked down and gone password sharing, watching Netflix in different locations, all of that, you know, basically getting one account and you, your family in Tasmania having access to it, my family in South Australia having access to it, us here having it. Not on anymore. You need to have an account that's all in the one house or pay extra for the right to have multiple locations. I got my first hey, which is the actual house, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I had to be like, it's my house. Unfortunately, my parents who can, will be having to pay for this by yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. can afford it, unfortunately. But you downgraded to the basic. You were like, oh, well, I'm going to give Netflix as little money as possible. And we talked about this about a month and a half ago, that you, you expected this to be a huge smackdown from everybody that Netflix needs to stop taking us all for granted. It's stop- my personal opinion that I think that Netflix, whilst offering a huge collection of stuff in the beginning is the weakest of the streaming services now. Mm. And so I was like, if you think that you're going to start charging me $22 to watch seven screens in my own house Mm. and it's just me and my dog Lenny, uh, I don't want to give you a cent more than you deserve, which was like the lowest package. I'm on like SD quality. I got like a HDTV the other day and they're like, would you like to upgrade Netflix because you have a HDTV? I have... The $9 package, which is SD, the HD was going to be $25. Wow. And I was like, you it's actually a huge difference, can get more yeah, than, than stuff to yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. See you later. I can't say any of this about Netflix because, unfortunately, uh, the seven-year-old at home has an addiction to Gabby's Dollhouse, and that is on Netflix. So that uh, is keeping them in business in our house at the moment. does um, certainly seem like the kid offering on Netflix is never-ending. Just be clear about this. We wanted this to be a people power situation when we showed Netflix that they're taking us all for granted and they've made a bad decision. Eat the rich. Netflix has just announced its biggest growth since the beginning of the pandemic with 5.9 million new subscribers basically because they did this. Yeah. People who were sharing accounts now had to go and get their own and they have and it's a huge thing and then arrogantly are predicting that this will continue all the way through until October. Yep. They'll continue seeing growth numbers like this and through until October. They made, between April and June period, they made uh, $12 billion, mm. which these, which was less than they thought. And, by the way, that was before they did the full crackdown, where they were like, all right, enough's enough, 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 enough. So they're expecting to make more than $12 billion in, what did I just say, April. You know the actors April, on strike right now? Yeah. This can't be a good day for them. They're well, like, wow, this is they're exactly doing this, they're doing this without us. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Because I would imagine on a day like today, it's like any time that you're in any workplace, when there's a good day, you get the best lunch mm-hmm. known to me. They're doing a good lunch at, at the, the moment. At the very least, these actors who are begging for this exact thing to stop happening, where they're just taking all this money, at least they're missing out on a fantastic free lunch. Some of the actors uh, striking are surely still subscribed to Netflix. Oh, at least you guys get into the people power. <laughs> Cancel it up. <laughs> I guess huge announcement from the world of French's ketchup. Do you have French? Do you have French's? No. I think, it's a, I think it's a Canadian brand, but mm. um, it looks very similar to I Heinz. I had Heinz ketchup in Canada. So they still have Heinz. I have never seen, when I was in Canada earlier this year, I've never seen something before, but they had a, like a paint bucket sized squeezy ketchup thing in like a food court. 
It was like the size of a paint bucket. Wow. And it actually was like, a, it was sh- still shaped like a Heinz bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was, I was a big fan of Heinz in Canada. I, I imagine you would want to steal that. Like, How much can I pay this mail well, for? As well, like if I drain this, will it weigh enough to get in my suitcase to take it back to Australia? Yeah, that's it. You only need the utensil that it comes in. You can just fill it mm-hmm. up with tomato sauce mm-hmm. when you get here. But French's tomato sauce or ketchup have decided to come out with a brand new product. Um, a refreshingly savoury and sweet ketchup popsicle. What? Like an icy pole? Icy pole. Ketchup icy pole. Ketchup icy pole. I'll show I, you a photo. I, yeah, my weekly intake of ketchup, because mm-hmm. I really do get ketchup, not tomato sauce, is um, it's it's measurable in litres. Yeah. It's really bad. It's my worst habit. Would and you get this? Yeah, that's gross. It looks fair. I am like probably a super fan of ketchup, and that's disgusting. Yeah. Why it, would you want an icy pole that tastes like ketchup? I don't know. I really don't know. I guess it's sort of for like those people. It's like um, you're not really after. It's like people who like drinking tomato juice. It's mm. like you're not after the sweet. It's like it just doesn't. That's bizarre to when me. When you have an icy pole, it's like you, you are after something sweet. Like and refreshing. Wet, and refreshing. This is like, yeah, well, that's, as I said, refreshing, uh, refreshing and savoury. Yeah, so no. it's a completely different taste mistake. palette. That's a mistake. I would like to launch a new segment if you'll allow me. I They're will. They're called the Frenchicles. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an idea that like crosses beyond the realm of bad. Yeah, I agree. It lands in a completely different segment of an idea that is more of a like, Why? Why did you why, do this? Why have you Why yeah, have you done this? I agree. And I think it's perfectly encapsulated, this feeling that we're both having right now, with a quote from the, two, uh, the 1993 movie, Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum says something that I think is quite apropos for what we're talking about right now. Yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah, that is. So is this the segment of... You, you were so worried if you could, you didn't think if you should? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know we can, but should we? Yeah, is the okay. segment. Yeah, great. For example, I walked through Woolies the other day, mm-hmm. happened to notice a brand new flavour of Doritos hit the shelves. Mountain Dew. Mm. Yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah. They shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. That's gross. I will say, very similarly... The raspberry twisties that oh, have just yeah, come but out. Your scientists were so preoccupied yeah, with whether or point. not they could, they didn't start to think if they should. These are all in the same vein of just someone yeah. got too cocky at Why work and were it? like, yeah. mm-hmm. I bet you I can make these twisties taste like raspberry. And someone was like, whatever. I will say the only thing I've ever thought about with this is once we discovered that we could chlorinate pools mm. with saltwater chlorine. Why? Why did we ever go back to the other yeah, one? But your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. It's a very good point. It's very, very confusing. It's, just, it's better. Doesn't yeah. burn your eyes. Why we ever got the normal chlorine? Yeah, yeah. Look, no, this is very, very true. I feel like this is the. Yeah, that's like a different version of this exact same thing where we went back to something. Yeah. It's like why are we going back to this thing Sony, that's not good? Sony, when they didn't skip straight from CDs to MP3 players, they had like those little mini disc players. Yeah, yeah but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't start to think if they should. Why were they doing that? Like, they knew MP3 technology was on the way. Why do we ever stop at mini-discs? And also, probably the biggest one that I can think of off the top of my head is not so much a product, more an idea Mm. of the whoever the first person was that on January 2nd was like, Get those Easter displays out. Yeah. yeah. But your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't start to think if they should. Hot cross buns in store now. Well, let's get now, them going. Right now. <laughs> Josh, yesterday was a day that was of note. 
because I logged onto Facebook and I saw, it's so funny, you and I start doing the show before Facebook clocks that it's a new day and lets you know all of the people's birthdays that it is today. Ah. So at about 7.30, I get like a bling, it's these people's birthdays. One of the people popped up. My dad's side of the family, which is enormous, is all from Tasmania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mum's side of the family. I didn't say anything. No, I know you didn't no, have to. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah, say no, anything. Yeah, yeah, but I was laughing at lo- I was laughing at assuming what everyone was just thinking as I said that. But mm. my mum's side of the family and my mum, I will say, don't. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Are you? Hmm? I don't know. Yeah. What am I sorry for, actually? I don't know. Do you want me to break your button pushing fingers? Or? <laughs> no, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I... Continue. Your mum's side of the family are from where? My mum's side of the family are from Sydney. Very good. And my mum is from Sydney. So whilst I can't account for everyone on my dad's side of the family, I know at least my mother and my father are not from Tasmania. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's a good thing that I... It's a bell I ring all the time. But it does mean that my mum's side of the family are like beachy. And kind of cool. Our mums are from the exact same part of Australia and were there at the exact same time. They almost very, went to school together. They almost went to the same high school. It's bizarre. But yeah, you've, my mum's side of the family is exactly the same. They're all from the northern beaches of Sydney. So my mum, like I have a bunch of, in my family on my dad's side in Tasmania, I have like probably five or six cousins that are the same age. And I think they're great, but they're just whatever. Like it's whatever. If I say them, I say them. If I don't, whatever. I say them at Christmas. We have a few beers. It's okay. There are like five or six cousins on my mum's side in Sydney who are all the same age as me. And I am borderline intimidated to like message them because they're so cool. They're always always at the beach. One of them worked on a cruise, so was literally just going to the Bahamas Mm -hmm. and the Caribbean constantly. And Same, exact same. I have the exact same problem. I have a photo. uh, It was my cousin Ashley's birthday yesterday. I have a photo of us as kids because we were cousins and we were kids. I went on her Facebook page to like, oh, I'll post this cute photo of us. Like, oh, look at us growing up together. Happy birthday. Aren't we fun? The people I saw post on her things and the other things they were doing, them at the beach. I think one was them at Coachella. Just one of them cool. was in Spain. I was like, I... They're too cool. You don't want to get in, in on this. You don't I, want to be on the wall. I love my family, but I would be actively lowering her stocks as a human being wow. if I, if okay. I mm. was like, I know this person as well. Yeah. It's like... Okay, mate. It's That's interesting. Fun. It's interesting though the, the way you see the world, but yeah. also it's interesting that I kind of get what you mean you know because what I, mean? I have a cousin that is my like I have a cool set of cousins. cousins that are my cool cousins. Yeah, and, of course. And I know I'm no one's cool cousin. Like yeah. I know that about myself. There's yeah. no a cousin I have that is going. Oh, Josh is the cool cousin. Like I get that. I understand that. Mm. It's the pecking order. And I I actually used to put it down to this, and I've said it before to you, and you've agreed with me. My dad's side of the family are all from Victoria, and my mum's side of the family are all from the northern beaches of Sydney. It is 100% like one side of my family's neighbours mm-hmm. and the other side of my family's home and away. Mm. It's just we're suburban kids that just run around the suburbs, and they're the cool, tanned, beachy, yeah. six-pack cabin, brother. surfy. Yeah. And I understand which show I'm on, quite frankly. It's a real shame. To have that sort of reflection yeah. and it to be negative is Real bad. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I'm. I'm an, a resident of Erinsborough, and I get that. Yeah. I get it. Could be worse. You could be one of the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, apparently. that's also true. <laughs> it is time for us to give you the chance to be a winner. It's Ned and Josh's job game. Sure is. Uh, the Waxology Jamison Pamper Pack is up for grabs. They're your experts with the experience, and right now we're playing the job game. Exactly right. You get on the phone thirteen ten sixty. Josh and I try and guess what your job is. It's that simple. Good morning, Sarah from Jarabomba. How are you? 
you? Yeah, good. Thank you, Sarah. Um, okay, now let's get into it. Ned, you're going to ask the first question. Oh, I'm going to ask the first you question. You're going to ask the first question. Okay. Sarah. Do you work near a body of water? No. Okay. Okay. Not working at the Lighty in Belcon. <laughs> Not at the Lighty. Or Water's Edge. Or the Dock. Or the Dock. Yep. Or mm. where's the where? You, where do you go and get fish and chips? Snapper. Snapper. Snapper, snapper, snapper by the lake. Yeah. yeah yep. so, mm-hmm. so we've eliminated five businesses mm. of a potential hundred thousand. No, in really Canberra. well done. Yeah, really well good. done. I think that this is going to be a great opportunity for you to prove yourself. Sarah, do you have to interface daily with the customers of your business? No. Very good. Okay. Shit. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that really hasn't helped at all now I'm thinking about it. Left us up some mm, sort of creek, creek without any sort of a paddle. Mm. Sarah? Wowee. Okay, this Are should be you? good. Are you an accountant? No. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Tis the season as well. Yeah, end of tax is, time. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have time to call us. Actually, yeah, I should, that's have, I should true. have put that together. That's yeah. true. That's true. I didn't really think of that either. Sarah, do you do you work? Are you a landscaper? I'm not a landscaper. Damn it! That sucks to hear. Sarah, what do you do for a living? Um, I work for the Australian Navy Engineering Group. There we go. Mm, very good. What so, would you have accepted? If we'd been like, yeah. are you in the Navy, would you have said yes? I probably would have said yes, okay. but I'm APS. Yeah, public mm. service. The thing that really frustrates me about that is you said no to working near a body of water, which eliminated Navy out of my mind, but yeah. we are inland, so you don't have to work near a body of water to work for the Navy. Honestly, oh my God. it was probably the best clue we've ever had. It was never going to happen. It was just yeah. never going to happen because we didn't happen. 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 have the follow-up question of, hey, you don't work for the Navy, yeah. do you? You have got <laughs> the Waxology pack well coming done. your way. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Sarah. Ned, big, big movies released over the last 24 hours, Oppenheimer, and, of course, the movie we've been talking about. The Barbie movie. The Barbie movie. I am so excited to see this movie. I, You know what I'm so mad about? I forgot I have a Barbie shirt, and I didn't wear it yesterday, and I'm wearing it today. Oh, wait. Show me. There you go. It's like my. It's a Cynthia shirt that says oh, Life in Plastic. Oh, it says Life in Plastic. It's fantastic, but it's Cynthia from the Rugrats, like the doll that Angelica has. And That's I, hilarious. And I forgot to wear it yesterday, and I'm pretty bummed. I'm wearing it today, but also don't read it out. But also this is maybe a reason I shouldn't have worn it yesterday. Mm. Can you read that? It's very small, and it's ble- it bleeped out. But Oh, wow. But then it says like... Because it says that. It says, love oh. Cynthia. Then it says... It essentially su- says, screw Barbie, love, love Cynthia. Cynthia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's more like... But ah. it doesn't say... It says another word. Yeah, yeah. It, it says, says a, a naughtier word, boys and girls. It says a far naughtier word. Um, so here's the thing. The movie's out. Apparently, it's phenomenal. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are both being talked about uh, being nominated for Academy Awards for playing Barbie and Ken, which mm-hmm. I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw a review for this yesterday on a website that I read um, when I try and check my news. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of film reviews anymore. Like, I used to read them all the time because I'm a big movie nerd, but, like, I don't actually like hearing that something's bad before I go into it because I'm like, 
I'm, I'll decide. Something could be... I could have a lot of... Like that movie with Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Skyscraper. Objectively yep. terrible. Yeah. But I went in and enjoyed the hell out of it. It yeah. was entertaining. It was just a dumb, fun action movie. But because I knew the reviews for it were bad, I went in expecting it to be bad. And I think if I went in just watching it, I'd be like, well, that was a bit of fun. I actually 100% agree. I think that getting it in your own head of what a movie is going to be before you see it does attention. It's just one person's opinion. It's so subjective. I would recommend <clears throat> for anyone who has the same problem, go on Letterboxd because you get reviews like this. Five out of five. Dropping the kids off at Oppenheimer for the ad- so the adults could watch Barbie. <laughs> five out of funny. five that's stars. That's very funny. This is what I mean. It's yeah. like, that's not ruining anything other than five out of five. Loved it. Great. The article I saw yesterday uh, said, it basically the headline said, Barbie is fun and feminist. Yep. Is what it said. That was the headline. That's what I've heard from it as well. I logged onto the same website this morning and the website and the, the headline of the review now says, Barbie is fun, feminist and a bit flawed. Oh, is it now? I couldn't. Uh, now, this is the question I have for you. Do you reckon the reviewer has taken 24 hours after watching it, the buzz of, of being life in plastic, fantastic, uh, in pink everywhere has worn off a little bit and the reviewer's had a bit more of a review and gone, mm. hey, it wasn't perfect. Or do you think this is a different review? I think, is this a different review? As somebody who else who works for the publication come in and gone, well, no, scrap that one because yeah. I have my own views on this and has yeah. written an entirely new review? Or the person who wrote the original ones just rethought what they thought? I think it's the first thing. You think somebody's gone away, 24 hours has passed, and they've gone, hey, it wasn't perfect. I'll, I'll update the review a little bit. The reason I think that is because I, geez, my voice is really not playing ball at all. Um, the reason I think that is after I watched the Batman, I was like, hands down, best Batman movie ever. Like, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, 24 hours later, I was like, man, The Dark Knight is... Like a, it's it's a it's a movement. It's a it's an experience. It's a phenomenal. It's film. a phenomenal. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the so you, it's you can the have film. The, you can have the afterglow and then have a reevaluation. Yeah, maybe you like look at yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and you're like, did I love every moment of that? Like you have a buzz where you're like, that was the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And then you leave and you're like, yeah, I mean it was good. It's kind of what I thought about skyscraper as well. If we're being perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> now Ned, I've worked out something. Okay. It's probably a little late because school holidays is over. Kids are back at school this week. But um, for the next school holidays, free entertainment. What is it? You just have to take your kids to work in the morning. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, um, for some reason, uh, Carrie's seven-year-old last night decided at 2 a.m. it was necessary to come into the room and start just, like, slamming his hands on our bed. Like... I think he just was very, very keen to jump into the bed yeah. and knows that we're sort of not letting him do that. And so he just woke both of us up. Yeah. I was like, well, this is frustrating. God. So the joy built in is waking him up at 4 a.m. and bringing him to work. Yeah. So that's a joy. But that's actually not why I'm saying this. Okay. He loves trucks. He loves bulldozers. He loves any kind of construction or emergency service vehicle. He's under 10. It makes sense. He loves them all. On the way to work, regularly, this only dawned on me this morning because I saw the most big, badass-looking bulldozer that was Mm. on a big, oversized truck being taken down the GDE, and it had the big flashing lights, and there were support cars around it. This thing was huge. It was like a mining bulldozer digger thing, and it went past. As annoying as it is, I always think it's cool when they they have, like, a drive team with them. I understand that there is still a six-year-old in me that goes, that's a big truck. This is cool. (laughs) That truck's on another truck. Well, you don't usually see trucks that big. That's bloody big, isn't it? So, what I'm saying is, on school holidays, when the kids have got nothing on, and if you've got a young guy that or a girl that loves trucks, just wake them up. Just wake them up and just go and sit on the next side of the highway. Yeah. Every third morning, you might see a really big truck for free, yeah. and you'll be like the coolest dad ever. Yeah, look, I agree. I mean, 
It's it is high risk, high reward though, because if you don't see a drug, like, it's game it's over. It's not every day, and I also don't know how easy it'd be to like convince them again if you didn't see a truck, because you'd be like, "Come on, we'll go out and see a truck," and they're like, "Oh, we didn't see one last time." And it's like, ah. "Get up, get up!" <laughs> For all the times you've woken me up, yeah. get up. Honestly, when you just told me that story, that to me. What I immediately wanted to do, I was like, ah, I'm still a big brother and not a You're father not ready yet. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no. I'm like, now you don't get to sleep inside the house. Mm. Like, you sleep outside now. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> I had to go, I woke up and I said his name yeah. in like a stern voice yeah. and then just went and caught myself and went, what's wrong, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> he was Until like, you oh, can God. say the name, like, <clears throat> yeah. What's wrong, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Rather than still What's going uh, on the whole way through, you're not ready. Apollo <laughs> <laughs> 11 is what I want to talk uh, about now. The, the spaceship that went to the moon. Yep. And Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin got out of it and went down to the moon, had a little round of golf, and then went back up. I will. Did s- they play golf the first time, or was that one of the later ones that think, went up there? I don't know. I think it was all like, to me, it was all the first one, nah, but I know nah, we went up a few more times. We went up a few times. What was the third astronaut's name? Do you remember his name at all? Like, uh, nah. Well, the only reason I was going to say I know, is because... Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, and Jim Lovell, because Jim Lovell's the guy that Tom Hanks played, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Collins was the third often forgotten about astronaut on the Apollo 11 that mission. That job sucks. Okay. He's the one that had to stay up there, like, and watch the other two go down to the moon. Yes, I agree. That does suck, and that's what you would want to do. But also, have you seen that photo that he's taken of, like, the moon? Like, Buzz and... Uh, not, Neil, not Lance. Neil, <laughs> Neil Armstrong, Buzz, and Neil are like on the moon, and then there's you know the- that's a big day for Buzz. What just happened then? Yeah, we yeah. couldn't remember Neil's name, but everyone got Buzz. O- you got Buzz Aldrin, but Bu- not Neil Armstrong. Buzz Lightyear is carrying the heavy load for Buzz true, Aldrin. True. But, um, uh, there's the photo of like them two on the moon, and then the Earth behind them, yeah. and then someone's like, literally the only person ever to have ever lived and existed on Earth, the only person who's not in this photo is Michael Collins. Yeah, wow. And he's the only person who can ever say that. He's like, I've taken a photo of everyone living or dead on Earth except me. I'm the only human being that's not in this photo. Still going to the moon's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Apparently they all stunk. Yeah, so they have finally, I guess, we've gotten to a point where we've discovered everything about Apollo 11. We've made movies. We've given people Oscars. We've speculated that they didn't really go there. Exactly right. We've done it all, and now we're getting to the point where we are saying that people are reporting that once they got back to Earth, they had to open the capsule in the ocean, the one that, like, falls down in the parachute, open the uh, the, the capsule, and apparently it smelt unlike anything that the people who had opened it had ever smelt before. It was pure, pure filth, apparently. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, it's made sense. They were up there for like a week, weren't they? There's no showering yeah. or bathing facilities. I think it was two weeks. Yeah, wow. Also, you've got to poop just wherever you can. There's no gravity, so you just kind of... Do you want me to tell you what they have to use already? And is that not how you want to start your, your well, no, Friday? Well, no, you can. You can. This is scientific. So they would get a bag that has like a seal on it that has like a little glue mm. uh, seal around it, and you fully seal it onto... You, where you poops, and then you just kind of float around, try to go, probably not go upside down. I feel like you probably don't want to be upside down when you're pooping. Mm. Try just, and then just poop into a bag that's literally glued to your behind. Yep. That doesn't... That's hilarious. How bad do you want to go to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> He's hilarious. And they have to obviously... Gl- that's objectively funny. It is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, they apparently went nose deaf, like the three yeah, astronauts, because to. they were all in you'd there. You'd pray for that. You'd be like, please nose deaf me. They should send people like me. I never get BO. Obviously, the, the poops are going to be an issue. But Hang on, wait a minute. 
you're you're so right. You actually don't get beat. And I have been in situations, not obviously going to the moon, but I've been on tandem bike rides, yeah. camping trips. I've been with Ned through some weird things where you would stink. I've pushed it, it as well. It doesn't smell. I've pushed it. I went to a three-day camping festival and came home and didn't shower for like a day, and Ugh. I still didn't stink. I was dirty, but I didn't stink. It's so strange. You're like a little boy. And there is like... it's Actually, no, because little boys sometimes smell. Yeah. You don't smell. You I really never don't smell. It's it, really... You should go to space. It's a genetic thing. They should send you. I would love to go. Again, I don't want to have to poop in a bag for two weeks mm. because I think what I've lost in... B.O., I've gained... Oh, him. yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's My true, actually. Can be As former deadly. housemate of Ned, I agree with that part of it. Yeah, so we'd have to open some vacuum, so you'd have to put your butt up to the vacuum of space and yeah. just go out of the capsule. I am going to need to tell you how the body works. Yeah, right, I think yeah, I'd lose point, all my yeah. organs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ned. Yeah? There is a whole lot of stuff that's going on at the moment with... Um, Getting the uber wealthy to start to take some responsibility for the huge, huge amount of carbon they put into the world that a normal, average Joe could never hope to do in a lifetime. Yeah. Um, and the the number one thing about that is private jet travel. Mm-hmm. We've been having a look at how much commercial travel a person would have to take to do like one flight that Jeff Bezos does in a private jet. Yeah. You know, like one 30-minute flight up from... Los Angeles to San Francisco or something like that. Something dumb that you could just drive. He's taking a private jet. Lambasted. People all across the world are getting in trouble for this. Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, like mega celebrities getting in trouble for private jet travel to the point where a lot of them are now taking commercial flights. Ed Sheeran, actually, when he was in the country, went from, I think, Melbourne to Byron Bay on a like Virgin Australia flight. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they've been lambasted. There was a guy who found out, there was some Twitter account who found out, like, the flight numbers for these private jets that these celebrities own and started calling them out. Like you said, Taylor Swift to be going 20 minutes mm-hmm. up the road in a private jet. It's like Kim Kardashian flying around. Yeah, um, a lot yeah, of the Jenners yeah. really, really giving it a run for yeah. their money. Uh, but it's 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 lots of lots of famous people. I was just watching um, the Smartless documentary with Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, Sean they Hayes. They're flying around a private jet constantly. Yep. It happens. Obviously, I've mentioned some mega, mega famous people just then. Mm-hmm. Stephen Prince. Who? Yep, that's correct. Who? Who? Who is that? He is uh, the vice chair of Patriotic Millionaires, which is a group of wealthy Americans pushing for higher taxes, contributing to the republic, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. No one knows who he is. He's not like an A-list celebrity. He's announced that he's ditching his private jet. Hmm. Stephen? This would be one of the most baller rad parts of being rich. No one knew who you were. No one was coming for you. Why are you giving up your private jet? The dream seems like this it's is all the be, money, zero the fame. Yeah, like that's to be what you want. Super rich, but have no one asking what you're doing. Yeah, that's the dream. That is the dream. And you've got it. Why are you fronting things? He's he's obviously trying to make the world a better place. He's in charge of a, a group saying that people like him should pay more taxes. He wants to contribute to society. Stop. Keep your private jet. Have would, you been to an airport lately? I would say that Ed Sheeran, one of the worst things he would say about being famous is being famous. Yep. This guy has none of these problems. No one was coming for you, Stephen. If anything, buy a second one. Buy another jet. <laughs> buy a bigger one. <laughs> Ned, big announcement that was made earlier in the week that did rock the country, especially from the state that likes to proclaim itself as the home of sport in Australia. Uh, the Victorian government announcing no Commonwealth Games. Yeah, they don't want to do it. Apparently, it's like going to be cost way too much. Yep. I also saw that like it's literally it already has cost a yes. lot. 
Like that's that's throwing- the part that kind of sucks. Where, but I also sort of see it. Like I've made decisions like that where I'm like, I'm already invested in this, but if I keep investing, sort of like gambling, if mm. I keep putting money, I was going to say, you've it- never seen me in the pokey room. Yeah. I don't understand good money after bad as a concept. Yeah. So I'm luckily not in charge of anything. But <laughs> yeah. also, this is a, a big tough call that had to be made. Obviously, uh, a lot of people are unhappy about it, mm-hmm. particularly the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, like, what? Sorry? Excuse me? Oh, we talked about it earlier in the week. Wasn't aware we could do this. Wasn't aware this was something we could do. Where, I you know, know, you could gr- just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Agree to host something, then just go, oh, no, I'm cancelling it. Sorry. Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate, who is uh, one of probably Australia's most famous mayors. Yeah, he, al- say, yeah. he always gets in front of a camera, always has a bit of a chat. He has basically said, bring it on. He wants we would, it again. Yeah, we want to do it again. So they did the Commonwealth Games in 2018 in the Gold Coast. It all went very well, according to all reports. And he's like, we got everything here. We're ready to go. Yeah. We don't need to spend any money. Let's do it. He literally said, the quote is, let's turn the Premier of Victoria's lemon. The Gold Coast can turn that into lemonade because that's how we roll. Mm. That's what he said. And then he's gone on to say it would need federal bipartisan yeah, support. Gonna say, They're going to yeah. need money, 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 money. Uh, apparently, the Queensland Premier said, nah, not happening. They won't be doing the Commonwealth Games. Well, because they already have the Olympic Games. They got the Olympic Games. Tom, the, the mayor of the Gold Coast, Mr. Tate, is trying to say 2032 Olympic Games would actually be, it would be great to have an entree of another Commonwealth Games. Just to, just to test just some to, things yeah, out, just to see how it goes. A practice run, yeah, if you will. Just yeah, the garlic yeah, yeah. bread for the Olympics would be the Commonwealth Games. Unfortunately, I think that if we've said no, no one in Australia gets it. I think it goes straight to New Zealand. They'll handle it. Like, oh, that's 100%. such a good point. Because it's like, if you... This is like kind of the rule in my household when we're all growing up. It's like, if you don't want a little bit, you don't get any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it goes to one of your sisters. Yeah. It goes to New Zealand. Yeah. They'll appreciate it. They'll handle it. The Victorian government's just announced, it's back on. <laughs> it's back on. <laughs> Screw it. We'll we're take not, it we're not doing that. You know what? I will say. Uh, i got a family that live in Shepparton in Victoria, mm. and I'm not picking on Shepparton, but if I had the choice as an athlete between a Games in Shepparton, Victoria or in Surfers Paradise, I'd be behind me, Tate. I'd be ah, like, let's yeah. get it up there, There's guys. People yeah, go to surfers. Let's do it. <laughs> Dolly Parton. She's working 9 to 5 and what a way to make a living it is. Yep. Um, she has been working from 9 to 5. She's begging Jolie to please not take her man. No, um, Dolly Parton seems like the best. She every single really time, does. Every time I hear about anything she does in the news, I'm always like, great. Start Just, having a look at some of the charity work she's done yeah. because it's incredible. The, the people she's sent to school, the uh, the different programs she's funded, the things she's poured back into her own hometown. It, absolutely incredible. Due, uh, during COVID, uh, in, like paid for and in, intensively uh, supported like some of the vaccines that were being made. She really is one of the best people getting now, Let's around. give her another 12 cents. Jolene, 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 Jolene. Great stuff. What do you, do you prefer, Jolene or 9 to 5? They are such different songs yeah. and achieve different goals. I think it's impossible to pick one. Jesus. Politician Josh. No, no, no. But that's, that actually, was, but no. that's actually true, though. Like, that's, 9 yeah. to 5 makes me feel a completely different way to Jolene. <laughs> so you can't say that it's apples and oranges. No, no, no. And, I, no. and I'm not saying that that was, like, slimy. I'm saying that was very tactful mm. and the right answer. Um, she's been performing for more than six decades at this point. Incredible. She is one of the busiest entertainers in the world. She's been asked, when are you going to retire? Like, what's what's the plan? When's old Dolly Parton going <laughs> to hang the up? one journalist who doesn't like her. Yeah, apparently, When I guess. are you giving it up? Well, just stop. Or maybe someone who's a little concerned, who's like, Dolly, oh, yeah. soon, like, eventually, please, what are we doing? She has said, I would never retire. She said, I, hopefully, will just drop dead in the middle of a song on stage someday, hopefully one I've written. That 
is the most badass That's thing sick. I've ever heard. That's more hardcore than like most heavy metal That's bands. Radical. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne just cancelled a tour because he's got like, he's not feeling yeah. like that's and that's perfectly justified. You can, but that's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Dolly Parton just said, "I plan to drop dead on stage." Also, that is that is the most metal thing I've ever heard. How do you not go to every Dolly Parton concert from Absolutely now on? Absolutely incredible. Because every single one of them might be a last. Like she said. Like, I could be as sick as a dog, and mm-hmm. I would still get up on stage and go, Jolene, Jolene. And she probably nailed it. Jolene. <laughs> oh, she's dead. <laughs> I'm begging her. I'm begging of you. Please don't take my... God, I hope she doesn't... I hope. I hope she doesn't drop dead during 9 to 5. Yeah. Or at least she gets the 5 out. Because yeah. if it's working 9 to... Jesus, Dolly, it's like, oh, God, she's established a new work yeah. day. A new <laughs> yeah. work day that never ends. We're abolishing the eight-hour work day. Yeah, oh, it's d- whatever Dolly they Parton want. Dolly died midway through <laughs> saying nine till five. <laughs> My understanding of uh, worker law is that Dolly Parton created the eight-hour work yeah, day. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I think that is how it works. I think that's it? why we all get a national holiday. Yeah, because sure, of Dolly sure. Parton. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.